What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week for some more Loud Thumbs news and happy Friday. We are going to kick it off with some huge news. We finally got the news. God yeah. of War, Ragnarok, yeah. 11, yeah. 9, 2022, November. So. <laughs> a date, a date. Yes, and they didn't steal the 11, 11, 22, which was really all, all across the internet. Everybody thought they were going to steal that date from, from Starfield. <laughs> Uh, so they just kind of, oh, we'll get two days earlier. We don't need to steal your date. <laughs> yeah. So they did show us uh, the date. They showed us a CG trailer. And then they showed us on PlayStation blog, uh, blog.playstation.com, the collector's edition that they're coming out oh, with. Oh, yeah. Um, their collectors, a deluxe edition and a, um, a Jotnar edition as well. So yeah, we have plenty of these to uh, talk about. We're gonna we're gonna quickly quick fire these because two of them are almost identical. Um, but first, we'll talk about the the deluxe edition that comes out to begin with. That one is pretty bare bones. Uh, what you would expect from any sort of deluxe edition, you're gonna get the game and you're gonna get some downloadable content, right? Sure. Nothing much more than that. Um, so, and all of the downloadable content looks to be uh, cosmetic. And then you get the soundtrack, which is digital, which uh, that's cool. Nice. The first game had a nice. dope soundtrack. So I'm, I'm really curious to see this one and listen to it. Um, so you get a mini art book, which is also digital, an avatar set, and then you get a PlayStation 4 theme for your console screen, which is kind of cool too. Oh, nice. Uh, something I wish PS5 had, but we'll get it eventually, I hope. I know. <laughs> Um, on to the collector's edition, uh, you will get a voucher for the game digitally. So I know that still rubs people the wrong way on these collector's editions. They want a physical hard copy. Yeah. It does not bother me. I'm not that guy. I'm a digital owner. So I prefer that. I don't have to get up and put a disc in my system either, but <laughs> I get it. I get it. I hear that. <laughs> um it comes with a steel steel book uh display case uh you're gonna get two little figures uh they're like twin carvings uh veneer twins is what they're uh, referenced as in the game dwarven dice set which these are like a quality wood uh they're like a wood-like finish they described as uh on the site here and then you're getting a 16 That's inch cool. i think the dice is very cool really i, it, I don't even play dnd I mean, i've been trying to get into dnd and i i haven't done it I yet know. so we gotta we gotta play <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is a, as silly as this is. This is what's going to make me buy this like probably two hundred dollar like <laughs> <Probably>. collector set. <laughs> it's just like the twenty dollar set of dice in there because they're cool. Right. Yeah. No lie. No lie. And then the big thing you get in this is a sixteen inch Molnir replica, um, a highly detailed replica of Thor's signature weapon from the game. So I was a little bummed about that. I wanted more something directed at kratos uh leviathan axe would have been dope to see in there yeah. you know even if i had to put I it together that. you know just to make it fit in the box kind of thing but um i get it i get it it's their thing they're doing what they're doing with it uh we speculated in pre-show maybe they're gonna let you use this hammer and it'll be kind of like a leviathan axe but a hammer instead of an axe but um i don't need that if they don't do that that's fine i can i can be just happy with my blades of chaos <laughs> Uh, are you muted, Josh, by accident? Oh, yes, I was. Oh, okay, you're back now. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good deal. Um, 
the last edition, the Jotnar edition, by the way, they never, they never gave pricing for these. I could not find anyway. So forgive me mm. if that has come out by the time this is launched. These are not coming out and pre-order until July 15th. You can pre-order at 10 a.m. And then I think that's when you're probably going to get some probably in the next week. You'll probably get some cost, what's going to cost on these things. The Jotnar edition, though, is going to come with everything we just said. And then on top of it, it does have different dice. So these dice here, it, it describes them as being metallic silver finished with blue detailing. They look dope. They look so much better, honestly. They're my style. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to buy an even more expensive version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they look so cool. They I don't know why. They just they, they look like the Leviathan axe to me for some reason, like pieces of it, you know, because it's kind of that blue coloring with all uh, the writing yeah. and then it's a silver axe. Yeah. Yep. I see it. I see it. Uh, you get a cloth map with this one as well. There's a legendary uh, drop near a ring. There are pins that come with it that are a falcon, a bear, and a wolf pin. They actually look really, really cool. They represent all the characters in the game, which is great. There is a seven inch vinyl record with music on this one. It's a legit vinyl record, which I'm excited for because I got myself a vinyl That's... record player. So hell yeah. Yeah, we got one too. Yeah. That's hell really yeah, cool. nice. And then, yeah, you still get those, uh, the twin veneer or uh, veneer twins carvings and everything else is identical along with everything in the deluxe edition that we mentioned in the very beginning. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad we got a date. I am ready for some God of War. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna have time to finish my playthrough that I had started uh, a month or two ago when we talked about it on the show, but right. I want to try. I really want to try. <laughs> yeah, I'm so stoked. I can't wait for them to like release these for pre-order as I will yeah. do it day one. I know you got to get on them fast too. These things go in a heartbeat. It's stupid, but good Good luck to us both, right? <laughs> and every, <laughs> yeah. everybody else out there, good luck if you want to pick one of these things up. No kidding. July 15th, be ready for it. Uh, on to the next little piece of news, uh, Ron Gilbert, uh, who is one of the uh, creative developers behind the Monkey Island series, uh, he says that uh, he's not going to share any more about Return to Monkey Island after a style complaint that went all over the internet about how his art style is not the way people want it. He, he was basically, I don't know, ridiculed, I guess. So it says here, since showing off the game via a trailer on in Tuesday's Nintendo Direct, which happened last week, Gilbert has gotten a host of abusive comments from fans about the game's new art style. So starting with Gilbert's blog, he's shutting down comments completely, but that's not all. Gilbert also says he's done posting about Return to Monkey Island at all. After defending the game and the team on his blog, he ended with, the joy of sharing has been driven from me. That's just sad, dude. That's just sad. That is sad, man. It's that ridiculous. Like, I gotta be honest, I'm looking at some of the older game style. This is better. <laughs> I, I would agree, yeah. I drew my interest right away. And it was even one we mentioned real quick going through the show notes for Nintendo Direct. It's like, I mean, I'm interested in that one and just because of the history of it. And it's probably going to get me to play the original one and then see what happens. Because this has been looked for for a long, long time. And now people are just getting all butthurt about it. And I, I just don't understand why. Yeah, I mean, you complain about not having it and then you get it and then you're mad about what you got. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you don't don't need to be that way about that kind of stuff, uh, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> I like it though. I think it like has a still the kind of cartoony look that the old ones seem to have, but it's got more modern approach. Yeah, 
absolutely they you know they call it a disney effect instead of the 8-bit effect you know that looks more like a guacamelee or something like that along those lines now mm, Guac- gotcha. guacamelee has great art style nice and bright colorful and it's it's more modern so why not why not yeah so unfortunately some sad news there uh on the next bit of news sony patent may have been revealing ps1 games coming soon to the premium service uh so reading about this one here i'll be completely honest it's got me intrigued and i kind of want to you know throw it on the internet see how many more people can explain it to me better because i don't fully understand the patent and josh maybe you'll understand it more as i read this but it says this patent involves Sony's emulation method for its legacy video games for PlayStation Plus. The code explains that it receives a player's input during the emulation, which then determines if it needs a certain amount of blocks cached. It also then compiles one or more of the blocks based on the legacy's console's code and executes them to display in a virtual environment. The patent also lists a number of example games that could be emulated using this method, including Castlevania Chronicles, Resident Evil 2 and Street Fighter Alpha. It sounds like it's a, an auto latency function to me. Like it's it's packing the cache prior to your need and then it it's there faster. So it's a way of them just emulating okay. something without any lag. Am I reading this wrong? And what do you think? God, that sounds like it could be it. Also sounds like what Nintendo needs. Uh <laughs> right. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm not not super big on the on like programming, so I don't know what all goes into that. But hey, if it makes things run better, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, and if it is if it's gonna allow them to throw the games into a emulation that's gonna be faster and not require streaming, I mean yeah. that's pretty cool. I mean that's fantastic. Yeah, so um, there's potential we're gonna get more games out of this. Uh, it's talking about acclaimed games from Capcom and. Uh, you know, the Street Fighter and Resident Evil. Those are big games, and uh, I'm just ready to see what happens. It says the patent will also list Warhawk, Tango, Dance, Fever, and Pac-Man as other examples of games that could be played using this emulation method. Uh, it just seems like it's more simplified for simpler games is kind of the way I'm reading it. It could be, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to speculate too much, but if anybody out there listening, comment below, let us know, uh, email us anything jump on our discord say hey loud yeah. crowd if you guys are out there listening and it makes more sense to some of you guys and you're better understanding coding than i am i would love to learn because it uh didn't help me trying to find my own answers on the internet <laughs> <laughs> i tried yeah, yeah. I failed. <laughs> can't blame you coding's not my thing no no Okay, on to the next bit. This one made me a little sad, guys, but I get it and I understand. But Rockstar has confirmed that Red Dead Redemption and GTA 4 are not getting remasters. So they could be pulling the wool over our eyes, but at the same time, I do believe it. It, mm. it I get it. It's, uh, well, they didn't have the biggest reception for their current remasters they tried to pull off <laughs> with the three, right? Yeah. So there's some speculation that that's what killed this. Who knows? It, I mean, it could be because it wasn't exactly the, you know, smoothest release in the world either. Right, exactly. Yeah, it just says, as per a reliable source with clear accuracy on Rockstar's plans, remasters of both these games were on the table for a few years, uh, but Rockstar has then chose to proceed with uh, other projects in mind. 
they're saying that a lot of it went into just saying, forget about the remasters. Let's focus on GTA six. More people want that anyway. Okay. That's fair. I think so too. I I'm, I'm one of them guys. I would, I I would love both, but if I had to choose, give me GTA six, just bring it. Let's go. Yeah. It could just be a matter of uh, resource allocation. Yeah. And I have the Xbox version of GTA four and it is, it runs at a higher frame rate and a smoother uh, pixel density on the series X now than it has ever before. So it's kind of getting its own little upgrade without really requiring anything. Nice. Yeah. Fully. Okay, going to talk about some PS Plus games for July that are available now. So all you guys can go out here and download these guys. Uh, They did decide to do Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, Dark Pictures, Man of Medan, and Arcadegeddon are all available now as you guys are listening to this. Uh, Josh, you've played Man of Medan, is that right? I have. It's really good. Like, it's got a great story. Acting's great. Um... Your choices have real weight and meaning, but it is just, it's purely a cinematic game with some quick time events thrown in there. So, you know, pay attention. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's not like, you know, super action packed and active all the time. You're more or less directing a story and then you're performing very, very quick actions at um, seemingly random, uh, but, but, you know, clearly prompted uh, spots. Not clearly right. prompted when they come up. They do surprise the hell out of you. And That's then, true. Uh, things that matter will happen. I'll put it that way. Gotcha, gotcha. It I have good. not played that one. I played, um, what is the other one? Is it Evil Within? Until Dawn. Until Dawn, that's it. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've started that one, but I've not finished it yet. Same um, kind of game, yeah. Yeah, same studio and everything. It's a Dark Pictures game as well. Um, plus it's got Hayden Pinatieri in it. And I mean, come on, she, she's like my girl from back in the heroes days and that, that too bad <laughs> that show's gone now, but she was super cool back then too. Um, yeah, they get Ar- legit like actors for these games. Yeah. I love that. And the new one, uh, which is, uh, uh, the quarry looks really yeah. good. It is visually stunning. Yeah. Right. I haven't exactly. seen too much because that's a nothing but spoilers. If you watch that game, but Yep, yep, keep scrolling, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arcade Again, I pulled up because I have heard that mentioned on other shows before. I've never really dug into it. It was like a $20 game at the time, and I think it had like early access mm. when I remember hearing about it. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to jump into something I have no clue about. And it it's just listed here as a cooperative multiplayer game that provides a mix of PvE and PvP experiences that allows all different speeds of play. It looks like it's really like a mix mash of stuff. I've saw third person. It looked like there was first person stuff. They call it a shooter game and is available okay. for all consoles. 74% on Metacritic. So it's not super well received, but the fans, um, right. the fans seem to like it more at 87%. So, oh, you know, damn. okay. Yeah. Uh, Dark Pictures is right there with it. Seven out of 10. And then 84% of people uh, seem to enjoy it. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 actually is the higher of the rated games on here with fans liking it about 95%. That's a fan sort of service game, right? I mean, it is. It's a it's a cult favorite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Crash is not for me, guys. Not for me. I will not sugarcoat it. I, I fucking <laughs> hate Crash. I can't play them no more. I can't. Fucking... You're amongst the 5%. Yeah, I am. Uh, I might be able to play the fourth one, but I, I don't know. I never tried it after I just got so infuriated with the first one and the controls are just too sloppy. Um, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it no more. 
no shame for me. I don't care. <laughs> I have never played any of them. So mm -hmm. if you would like to, uh, yeah, prepare to be frustrated. Uh, okay, some <laughs> X, X, Xbox Game Pass announcements for um, we have it looks like eight new games coming in July. And they kind of break them up. That's just the way Xbox does their thing. So the first week of July, uh, starting July 7th, we have DJ Max Respect 4 or V or it's V or 5. Um, I've, I've never heard of that game. Never played that one. Um, Match Point Tennis Championship and Road 96. And then July 14th has Escape Academy. My friend Peppa Pig. There we go. We'll be reviewing that oh, one on boy. the show. <laughs> <laughs> Over hard, over, hard, hard, hard pass. Okay, I'll review it by myself. <laughs> okay, all right, very nice. Uh, overwhelm, Paw Patrol the movie. That that'll be the week after I review Peppa Pig. I'll get you guys. Oh, that okay, one. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Power Wash Simulator. That one I plan on streaming my entire vacation. So just come check it out. I'll be streaming Power Wash <laughs> Simulator the whole time. You you laugh, but I've seen the views and some of the YouTube videos that people have done for this, and it's absurd and frankly satisfying to watch. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna play that game. I'm not. I'm not even lying. I think it will uh, satisfy some of my OCD tendencies I have. So uh, it, it 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 definitely would. Yeah, Man, I'm, I'm the I'm the, I'm the guy that was that played the newest the Luigi's Mansion and cleaned up every bit of sand and every level that had sand <laughs> oh yeah then you will you will thoroughly enjoy it because that's what this game is just cleaning up shit hey, um, as long as this game does not have some bullshit bullshit mowing simulator garbage happening i'll be okay because i thought i would <laughs> like that one too i really did think uh -huh. i'd like mowing simulator that game is dog shit it is way <laughs> way too intricate way too fucking intricate i fucking hate it and then oh, man. I'm, I shit you not, dude, you have to like put your blade to the exact right like height or it starts degrading your score as you play. You have to mow in certain directions and angles and you have to use the right kind of mower and all these things. It's like, this isn't God. fun at all. Fuck you game. Like that's where I was on that one. In about five minutes, I was done, done. And then my, it was funny because my son then played it. Wasn't too much longer uh, after me. And he was like, I hate it. I can't do it. I was like, it, and then he, he, he turned it into a totally different game where he just started fucking everybody's yards up. <laughs> so he's just tearing up their flowers and all sorts of shit, mowing over their, their fences and shit. I was like, Hey dude, that looks like way more fun than what I was trying to do. So, okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. The only thing, uh, power uh, simulator, it, there's a lot of nooks and crannies to get to, but it's not anything like that bullshit yeah if i point and spray i'm good no, i'll be all right yeah give me give yeah. me my nozzle for my pressure and i'm good that's it uh one more thing about xbox uh game pass and xbox live is they will no longer be giving out xbox 360 titles starting in october so they have been doing this for a few years it was kind of a surprise thing when they did it the xbox one came out and then they started adding games that you got with the service and they say you know what I almost feel like, honestly, guy, if I if I have to answer this, I think they're running out of games to give away for 360 that are actually backwards uh, compatible with it, because there there aren't a ton of them that are really um, via okay. disc anyhow. Okay. But at the same time, I think Game Pass has filled a, a very very large need that we uh, all would prefer Game Pass over one 360 game a month. <laughs> I feel like that's accurate. So. 
beware of that. That's beginning October 1st, 2022. You will not receive any more 360 titles. They will still be continuing all the Xbox One games, so you'll still get those. All right, some final couple news pieces here. We have Square Enix delaying Forspoken to 2023. Hey, I tweeted it out today. Hashtag delays are good. Know what I mean? The, the delays are good. Take your time, make it dope, and let's yeah. put out a good Yeah, Yeah, the article does say that it's in polishing stages. Although they did say they delayed it for like strategic reasons. I wonder if there's something else big coming out along that time and they don't want to compete too hard for the space. Yeah, but they're going to spend all that time polishing this game and make it look as cool and be as cool as this game looks. Uh, yeah, a little sad, but like you said, delays make games good. Yep, make them good. So, and it's still coming out. I mean, it's not terribly late in, into 2023. It's January 24th. They'll be bringing it out to everybody. Uh, so it just got delayed from October to January. So just a few months, but I am good with that. Um, Next one, Josh, you threw this one in on the news bracket. What do you got here on this guy? Yeah, there's some rumors of a, a Destiny mobile game, which I'm usually not a big like mobile game player, but I had a lot of fun with Destiny 2. Uh, so um, supposedly this isn't going to be tied to Destiny 2 in any way, nor Destiny 1. It's going to be its own standalone, which is uh, really great because, you know, you get to hop in at the same time with everybody, be on the same level playing field. But honestly, being not extremely high pressure like first person shooter and with like loot and stuff this could actually be a pretty good one to have on a mobile game it's it will probably eat up your light like your battery though oh i would imagine yeah being if it's as high fidelity as like they probably could make it so i'm hoping that the controls are good um if this is actually like a real thing that's happening um because obviously touch screen touch screen controls can be a little hit and miss yeah, uh, but honestly, um, I never felt like a ton of pressure playing Destiny Two. Nothing was like overly hard. Is you know definitely challenging moments, but you know it's pretty open and doesn't really like corner you into doing anything in particular. Like it's right, pretty free for all as far as that. So that may actually be a, a pretty good thing to put on a mobile platform. Yeah, and it's not being made by Bungie, according to this. It's uh, being made by a separate company that they're looking into having to produce it. Um, Which is kind of crazy. That, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, they're giving up the reins a little bit to somebody. I mean, they're sure they're still going to hold the reins, but they're just kind of saying, here, hold them with me. The standalone part is the part that kind of bothers me because if anything could help me get into Destiny more, it would be something where I could grind on on the go and then maybe like have loot to play with when I come back to my console. So Ooh, I would, I was would like, kind of cool. yeah, they, I mean, they used to do that on some other games back when, you know, we first had this uh, phone add-on companion apps is what they were called. You know, yeah. I, I remember yeah. doing them in a bunch of different games and they were handy. Um, they either added something to the gameplay while you were playing, or they allowed you to do stuff outside of the game you were playing. And then when you came back, you, you had cool new collectibles or something you'd unlocked or found uh money or whatever right right i do kind of remember that that would be really cool for destiny because sometimes yeah just getting materials for crafting is a little difficult so i hear you there yeah it would be cool if they had like a, a if, if this still worked but it was standalone but you could still attach it to your account and maybe share something you know as a standalone experience but still had like some kind of a crossover would be cool like if say Ooh, you could yeah you could go to a planet of said material and like 
fight off whatever waves are in there and get whatever material at the end of that, you know, particular level, you know what I mean? Depending on your performance or something. And then that would collate into actual uh, material in game. That'd be pretty neat. I would be okay with that. Or, you know, even weapons or, you know, uh, what, what was the, there were other things you had to get in. It's been so long since I played destiny um, that you, you received, what were they called? They were like, they were like shiny or something. Um, um it was the engrams that held engrams. loot yeah those that, yeah they're like randomized loot drops essentially gotcha um, or you could turn them into somebody to get certain things Ooh, that's what it was that's yeah. what it was yes yeah. i remember that because i remember i had to always get those to take them somewhere to get the cool shit and if this could like cut some of that work down in game where i've already done that i can just go to the guy and get my shit that'd be cool right right yeah, that'd be dope. They could just tie it in. Like, it doesn't have to, like, tie in story-wise or necessarily be cross-compatible characters. But if you could have, a, like you said, the additional motivation for, like, their bigger games, that would be really cool. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of News. And we will be back next week for one more. Uh, the following week after that, I believe there's a vacation coming. So we'll have one more news coming up for you soon. That's it. We're going to get out of here. Everybody have a happy, safe Friday and weekend. And until next week, game on. Volume up. Stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Holden Moffat, SirsFurniture.com. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash loudthumbs.